just forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you! Welcome to episode number 12 of the Take with Willie and Ian, and it's been a big couple of days, mate. We've got a new Prime Minister. I didn't even know. <laughs> I'm, I didn't even know. Did you vote? You'll get yeah, fine. You voted. I voted. I was yeah. down there. I didn't know what I was doing. I was, I was, just, I was just pretending to vote. I honestly, I honestly didn't know. It was like, I think yesterday. You went, look, we've in, got a new Prime Minister. Nothing's going to change uh, ever. Yeah, the in-laws were going... Talking about it, and I'm like, we got a new prime minister. She goes, yeah, Albanese. I'm like, oh, look, surprising. That's how much I really care about what's going on. The best thing about that is that they've got a Instagram page for his dog now. So that Albanese's, yeah, Toto. His name is cute little dog. Is that how you pronounce his name, Albanese? Albanese, mad South supporter. Yeah, I know. But they've all got to support no, someone. Yeah, but he's from the block. He's from Redfern or somewhere. Yeah, in, in a suburb. He grew in up in. He grew up around government sort of, houses. Yeah, Alexandria or something. Yeah. Yep. No, he's done well. Good on you, Anthony. Yeah. You're, uh, you've got a big job in front of you. Let me tell you, the country's going <laughs> down the toilet real quick. And just everyone, when interest rates start going up and petrol prices, that was already set. It's not his yeah. fault. Um, just <laughs> ease How up. do you pronounce it? Albanese or Albanese? Albanese. You said it's not, you don't pronounce it Bolognese. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how we, we said how to pronounce his name. Bol- Al- Albanese. Albanese um, or something like that. Well, he's Albanese now. That's, it is. Yeah. The Lebanese will claim him. <laughs> he's half Lebanese. And I've finally got over. Uh, I finally got over the sickness, which only took yeah. two and a half weeks. I'll half tell you what, though, I managed to get through four seasons of Yellowstone. Yeah. I told you it was really good. Oh, the last season was a bit. I didn't like the last season as much. I don't know if anyone out there. I just got there, over Magic Round. <laughs> just. Just, just survived. <laughs> just last week. I was just like, oh my survived. God, get me out of here. Brisbane shouldn't be too much. It shouldn't be as fun. Sydney isn't that much fun anymore. No, it's not. Nightlife-wise. No. You know, we're 42 years old. And it's like we're, the 2000s, I think, we just ruined it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so we got ours in. And now, like, Brisbane and all, the, all up north, there's just way, way more fun. Yeah. It's fucking dangerous. Don't, don't ever take me up there again. Till next time. <laughs> Till next week. <laughs> I am... Um, I had uh, quite the experience on the weekend. We had so my young bloke. He played footy on Saturday at Campbelltown. Wow! And then Did you cross Anzac Parade. And then I went to Blacktown on wow. Sunday. I'll tell you what, it's fucking the, different out there. The quality of footballer in the western suburbs is just phenomenal. Yeah, big like, boys, oh, eh? Well, so it's pretty funny that they played against his side, and and Finn plays for Ramwick Warriors, which you know for the most part is is you know. A smaller side. Yeah. There's, they're not drawing on huge. You don't have big Pacific Islanders in your side. No. You know, like you go out west. There's there's guys my size in under twelve. Well, there was. There was literally. And and the thing is that. And this is one of the things. Like I don't mind. Like these kids are twelve. Like people go, oh, they you know check their birth certificates. They're just big. Like they shouldn't be penalised. But no. I tell you what, there was at least probably five or six kids over hundred kilos. Yeah. It was hard. Imagine going. how scary that would be as a twelve year old. It was oh, hard. Going. My son's too stupid. He just tackles. Yeah, everything. just. Oh. Campbelltown is very far, but I've been yeah. going out to Camden a little bit. That's just way too far. Shout out to Bobby. All right. So yeah. I I don't like starting the show with this because it sounds like we're being negative the whole time. But again, the bunkers come under review. Not review. Mm. It's just Des Hasler. Des Hasler loves a blow up, let's be honest. Um, 
he's been – he will get fined probably. I don't know. Do they do the fines? Do you have to – what do you have to actually say to get fined these days? Bring like, the game into disrepute? Say something out of line, I suppose? Like, not that much. Yeah. Bit of a blow-up. Like, just sort of question the game's integrity, all that kind of stuff where, you know, the coaches have a fine line. They're very emotional. They get them right after the game when they're highly emotional – and they ask all these questions to the, you know, they ask the right questions. These journos aren't dumb. So this is the shit they can talk about all week. So they ask those questions mm. to a fired up, you know, Jeff Toovey, remember that? And that was... Investigation. You know, fucking investigation. Um, you know, and all these other other coaches, they know what questions to ask. Like, Manly needed to win that game. Mm. There was a couple of calls there where you go, oh, well, if the bunker had all the ref had made that right decision, they probably would have won the game. Especially the one where... That winger pumped the other winger, yeah, and he got penalised for a high shot. That's a it's a fucking contact sport. And it's it was bo- a that's body. That's man on man. That's body on body. I'm bigger, stronger than you. I'm more physical. You're going out. That's what the fucking game's about. And you penalise that shit. Yeah. Unless he took his head clean off, which he didn't. No, he didn't. That guy was ducking down, and the other guy was trying to like put his body on the line to save a try to save the game. Like yep. that's what the game's about. That's what you want to see. Like people putting their body on the line, and you get penalised for it. And then they, what, they scored the next set? Yep. Well, I can understand why, why Des is upset. And then the bloke put it on report and then there was no, nothing. Like no, no penalties because Absolutely it, wasn't, it just, didn't deserve it. So yeah. let's, let's have a look at what... Uh, do you know, here's another thing, Will, talking about the fines and whether the fines are appropriate and who decides on the fines. So you've got... Um, Josh Alloway came out and he was like, it wasn't fair or made some... I'll tell you what he said, actually. He quote said... Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote... He said, we were pretty hard done by for the most part. The ref did us no favours, particularly in the back end of the game. I think he did a bad job and we didn't get away with the win, so I'm pretty unhappy with him, to be honest with you, right? That's so not got, bad. No, and it's a, it's an opinion, right? And then you've got Jared Warrior Hargraves getting sin bin for saying that the ref... Pretty, that was pretty good, but That was unreal. Yeah. Why are you ch- picking on me? Every picking time you've me. got a chance, you fucking pick on me. <laughs> picking on me. Stop picking on me, ref. And then, and then you've got... I feel your pain, big Jared. And then you've got coaches who come out and say stuff and they get fined. Like, who decides whether it's a bad thing or a good thing? Or Like, where's the, where, where's the consistency with the fines? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think they – why ask the player, like a personal ally or something like that, like, what do you think about the refs? You know, who takes accountability for, 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 the, for the young kid saying some dumb shit? Yeah. The media manager, the club? Um, you know, if, if the media have have because the, they have the right to the players twenty four seven, pretty much, mm. they're going to ask whatever they want, and they're going to ask something like that. What do you think about this? And then he, the he says something. If he gets fined, does the club take care of his fine? I don't know. You've got you know, plenty of fines. Yeah, in it. <laughs> you I think tell it's me, a suspended fine. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's it is a fine line. If, if you if you sort of have a crack at the rest because they're so sensitive about this fucking bunker and how they rule the game and everything, I think they might go to the the NRL might look at that and go, we can't have you saying that. Yeah, they rule it with an iron fist, just like the NFL and NBA. If you if you say something against the refs and all that kind of stuff against the game, you'll get fined. But I don't think LOA said anything out of line. Well, we we talked about it last week and whether or not. Like, you can't remove human error, right? Because no. the bunker is still... There are human beings in the bunker. They're saying that they're going to maybe start sacking people in the bunker. But Annesley, who is the... Look how much... We've oh, definitely yeah. done a lot of research That gives here. me anxiety looking at how much how uh, words are there. So, we've got the... Te- could you imagine the drama we'd have if referees were missing foul play? People would be saying, we've got the technology, why aren't we using it? Now, yeah, that's true, but... 
we survived for a hundred years without it as well, mm. and people just made like the only reason if you stopped showing the thing a hundred million times in slow mo, people and showed it at past pace, people were like, oh yeah, wasn't a try. Oh yeah, it was a try. Like. If you look at it at full speed, like the referee does, yeah. no, they're going to make mistakes. Yeah. They so only, yeah. They only bought it in for the real, like, blatant, you know, it was a knock-on or something like that. That's what they bought it in for. You know, the one that you cost, that cost the game, you know, where back in the 90s you could look at some plays or the early 2000s, you go, how's the fucking drop ball? Yeah. They bought it in for that. Yeah. Not this real, like, technical, Pedantic, this technical really, stuff. like, you know... All this stuff where they're slowing the game down and taking, you know, two or three minutes to make a decision and everyone just keeps whinging about it. I know it does – the game sort of needs it just to make those real crucial decisions, but does it need to go to a bunker or can it just go up to the referee's decision? Yeah. Can't they just look at it on the big screen, all of them, and fucking make a decision yeah. instead of going to the bunker and go, oh, my God, we can't make this decision. We'll have to get these two professionals to do it. And they're fucking sitting there like you and I and going, I don't think it's a knock-on. And you're like, I think it's a knock-on. Like, who the fuck wins then? Yeah, I know. That's why people get so frustrated. You've got two blokes just like me and you sitting here going, I don't think that's a forward. I don't think that was a knock-on. I think it was. What do you do then? Press the button. Then, quick, then, like, yeah, press the red button. You fucking go to the ref's call? No, red. you don't. You don't. So got, you've got two blokes in there still making human error yeah. on a stupid call. So I understand there needs to be, it needs to be there for those that knock-on that was blatant and the ref missed it. He went back and you fixed it. Everyone's f- fine with that. But that shit that I saw on Friday night against Newcastle, it fucking blew their soul out. Mm. You know, was, was it 16-12 or something like that? With 12 minutes to go, game on the line. They scored 24, I don't know, 20 some unanswered points, run away with the whole game. Fuck my multi up. <laughs> Do you know what? If, if I'm, but, if but I'm, if at, I'm in the bunker. That, sorry, but you look at that and we're, both of us are watching that and you're like, well, what are the rules here? What does it stipulate? Well, you can't catch behind the person and you can't pass it. What it he did exactly the fucking what the rules say you can't do, and they still went ahead with it. Yeah, that's why people lose their shit. Yeah, that's why journo's are talking about it all week. That's why everybody's blowing up. That's why the knights are fucking livid. Like it, it, it tore their soul out. They just look at it going, "Fuck!" Like, what do you do? You're sitting there watching it for three minutes, and you still come up with that. Yeah, the rules stipulate that you can't do whatever they just did, and you still said fucking try. I'm, if I'm in the bunker, I'm listening to the commentators and I'm just doing whatever the commentator said as the answer because then you don't get criticised that everyone moves on. Yep. So you just sit there and listen and go, oh, well, he said it was... Well, he said, he said it was... Gus said it was a try. Must be, because otherwise I'll get hammered. The other thing here, this is another bit of research that I've clearly done myself without any involvement know, from crazy. anyone else. Look at my research. Yours is, looks heaps similar to mine <laughs> as if we've just printed it out and been handed it. But there's 148 challenges mounted so far this season. 73 have been successful. 67 have been unsuccessful. And eight in- inclusive. Eight. How can they be well, inconclusive? I, I was What's watching 360 the other day and PK goes, well, that's two, two hours or something like that of just like watching a... Decision. The fucking a decision. Mm. Buzz was sitting there going, I need the bunker. I don't even fucking cares what Buzz is saying. But like PK says some real interesting shit. Brace says some real good stuff. I mean, it's, it's funny watching all these old blokes and then Brace just holding that show together. Yeah. Fucking hell. Imagine dealing with three journos and Brace just sitting there, <laughs> achieved everything in the game. Shout out to Brace. He's a massive fan of the show. But like, guys, I imagine just looking at Buzz with his fucking glasses down, just sitting there going, well, I fucking think that. Uh, oh, shut up, mate. Good impression. Yeah. Good impression. Because <laughs> he swears a lot. He, he does swear a lot. All the time. Buzz is sitting there, he's swapping his water for whiskey. 
Brake's actually doing Brake's a doing terrific great, mate. job. He's, done yeah, really he's doing a terrific job. He's holding he's that natural. show together. I mean, I like, I like PK. I like Hoops. I like, I like all those guys. I don't have no beef with them. But it's just funny. I'm just looking at Brake. I'm just thinking, could I sit there with those three fucking guys and not lose my shit? That's why you're not. That's exactly why that I'm, is not. Exactly I'm sitting here not. on this the lounge what, cruising. Next to me. Next to me. No stress. Uh, now, let's talk about... we. This show that we did last week obviously got a fairly, you know, a, a fairly, it's got a lot of traction, especially mm. amongst Bulldogs fans. And, and you spoke really well, I think. Yep. Um, I don't give you too many raps, but you spoke very well. What, how's the week been now with Potter? I mean, I think everything's settled down. The media's jumped straight off their back. The thing that I, it annoys me is the media go, Barrett, he's going to get sacked. You know, whatever happens, whether he's sacked or whether he walked, doesn't matter. There's a new coach there. So all of a sudden, the media just stop reporting what's going on at Canterbury. They've done, it's like they've done their job. They've done their job yeah. and then they move on to the next one. And I saw last week there was they've brought back <laughs> who's getting sacked, the coach meters back again. And you've got Brandon. Unbelievable. Poor old Michael Maguire's been left alone. He's back on the yeah. – oh, he's, he's, he could get sacked. So yeah. someone has to get sacked every three weeks, obviously, or no one's happy. It's, but it's in their contract. They get bonuses. <laughs> how many, so how's it been? At Canterbury, Canterbury look as if they're just they've, – they've handled the change – and they've just got on with it, and that's what a footy club should do yeah. after turmoil. And that's what I probably that's why I think they bought Michael Potter in. Like I haven't been into training since since it happened. I was in there that maybe once, but though that, not for training or anything like that. So I, sp- I speak to Gus a fair bit, and I was talking to, to Baz a week and see if he was all right. Like I still got a good relationship with Baz. Um, that's why they bought Potter in. Like he's he's played for the Bulldogs. He's coached. He's got a hell, hell of a lot of ex- experience, and he's you know he's a grown ass man. You know, like he's and he's pretty strict. You know, like so. You know, I mean, he, he's not a miracle worker. He's just got to get these kids back on track. Forget about what the first ten rounds were, and just try and salvage something for the rest of the year. Galvanize each other, have a siege mentality, and then just as I said last week, let's just us first. Then we've got to bunker down, have that bulldogs mentality, and then try and get as many wins as we can. Like the, as I said, the season's not over. I'm very optimistic about it because I just look at the talent on the team. Last two years, you're like, well, you shouldn't make the top eight. Mm. This year, with what we're with the talent that we have got, it's a top eight team, or like you know, like at least come 10, 11, 12, You know what I mean? You know, everyone's on those on, on equal eight. There's about six teams. Seven, Should be teams. there. Yeah, you know. So hopefully something can ignite this week, and you know, it'll be a good game um, on Sunday against St George. So yeah, that'll be that'll be good because um, they're not go, they're not too bad, St George. No. That'll be a good parameter. Parameter. Per- no. A good barometer. Barometer, yeah, thank you. To they, see where they really are. I think anything could have happened against the Tigers that night. Mm. They showed it for 20 minutes. They fucking nearly got back in the game. Yeah. And then, you know, they let it go again. So they just need to build that resilience. And still, just keep sticking with each other because it's not even halfway. No. We're not even halfway. We've got to get through Origin and everything like that. So <laughs> anyone can catch fire. It's that sort of comp. I think um, – the good thing for Potter too is he probably can you put a caretaker coach on the sackometer? Yeah, he, he should be all right. Even if he loses every game, he won't get He's on the sackometer. A little bit of a poo-ha between Naden and Dufty. Yeah, they I don't love, know what that was. They love blowing it up, don't they? There was clearly nothing in it, but they've well, seen. If there was something in it. Naden would have had a crack at him. It would have gone on. Like it's not like Tavita Pangai come up and just give you a little nudge. You'd be like, oh. Second guess, but Correct. little Dusty. That's right, Tavita. You're right. You're right. You team. are right. You're right, big Thank boy. You for, you're right. Thank you for the thanks feedback. For pointing that, thanks yeah. for pointing that out, big man. Um, but Dufty, like, you're like, well, if it was serious, I think something would have been done. And you would have seen Naden's reaction a little bit more 
aggressive. aggressive. He didn't even care. He just talked back to Jacko. And I'm like, well, maybe it was just Dufty taking the piss. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was because Dufty sort of walked off and wasn't angry. I don't know. Unless they're really good actors and they knew that camera was on. Will Smith. Slap. Yeah. There was a bang. slap. I was waiting for a big bitch slap. I'll t- tell you what we're going to do after the game. <laughs> I'm going to slap you. Yeah. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get more ratings. And we'll rate. <laughs> on, we'll get, they'll talk about us on 360. Um, just quickly, not quickly actually, let's, let's talk about the Warriors because mm. um, first of all, um, Janelle Harris-Tavita, he, he's announced that he's taking a break. And look, I, I'm not, I'm not well reading too much. But. Mate, if you, lose, if you smash your nuts up, I'd have a break too, I'd I reckon. I'd say I don't need to have – I've got one now. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can excuse him. But – the Matt Lodge thing, we were speaking about this before the show and, mm. and you just assumed that he was having a mid-season transfer to yeah. another club. But as it turns out, he was playing second grade rugby up in, in Queensland for, for Norths I think on the weekend. So he's literally just gone. Not, I want to go and play somewhere else. I just don't want to play for you. That's it, I'm well, done. Maybe he's he said that and then Brownie's gone, well, don't fucking play at all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's no way he'd be going... Obviously, he's on a fair bit of money, and he would not cost. He, he's he's obviously got the choice to go and negotiate with other clubs and do whatever he wants to do. It's, yeah, that's part of you. Can, you can do that. Obviously, it's 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 a, it's deeper than that because Brownie's gone. Well, I don't want you in the team. Well, if he's that's walked, exactly exactly how it's, he hasn't walked, has he? Well, I mean, if he's walked, then he, he costs himself all that money. Yeah, you are not that stupid. He's on about eight fifty. Yeah. He's not that dumb. You know, like I think what's happened is that he said that little bit of beefs happen in between him and. The coaching staff and Brown, Brown's like, you know, fuck it, I don't need you in the club. Well, the Warriors, the Warriors are actually going back to New Zealand to play games this year, aren't they? At some point, I think they need to. Man, maybe he said, maybe he said that he didn't want to go back to New Zealand for whatever reason, and then it just. But you would think if that was the case, especially considering Fanua Blake's injured, that he would just that the club would say, well, can you just play through till? Can you get to the end of the year? Or get through to when we get like you want to go? If you don't want to go to New Zealand, then. Um, you know, that's fine. I mean, unless... I, that's I, what I'm saying. It's got to be deeper than that. If if he's come out one week going, I don't really want to be here. I want to go somewhere else next year or this year, whatever. And then Brown's like, I'm just sick of you. Like, well, hang on a second. What about... I haven't thought about this, but what about if that if that incident in New York, would that... If he's had a, an actual assault charge against him, would that stop him from getting into certain countries? Maybe yeah. he can't go no. to New Zealand. Well, they would know that before they even signed the contract. Would they They're not? Know? Yeah, they would. I don't know. Like little things like that tend to slide through. You don't think about. But it. I just I think it's a discipline thing. I think it's a coaching thing, and I just think that's Brown's decision to not play him and go. We'll go play locally because as if you don't want to play NRL, hmm. you know, like just because he doesn't want to play for the Warriors, doesn't mean he doesn't want to play NRL. Well, who? I mean, the the Dolphins. Everyone thinks Shamsy's going to the Dolphins next year, but. The Dolphins, they could be thrown off, but they've said they're not interested. So, I mean, at, at 850, if that's what he's... I mean, look, if he's walked away from that cash and he's... There's then, no way that he would walk away. No, no man in the game would. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to think about it. You've got to think that something is in between that. He's got a family. Between, like yeah, exactly. He's so got he's bills. got a family. He's got bills to pay. He's got a life to lead. You know what I mean? And he's got other people that are relying on him. There's no way you're walking away from that. Like, mm. it, unless Brown's gone, I don't want you, I don't want you to play for us. He goes, well, I fucking just go play local league. Yeah. Because he still obviously wants to play, and his talent means he can play NRL. He's a, he's a good forward. He yeah. goes hard. I rate him. But, like, yeah, obviously you've got to read between the lines and go, this is a coaching and player dispute. Mm. 
It has That's to be, it. doesn't it? It has to be. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he hasn't got a good track record with coaches other than Wayne Bennett. Mm. So I'm thinking that's the case. You know, so, so I wish him all the best. I think he's a really good forward. Hope he finds happiness because he's had a real rough trot to the start of his career. Got in some shit that which everyone knows, and he sort of turned his life around. And he's I thought he was happy at, at um at the Warriors. Just I fucking feel sorry for the Warriors, man. Like it's just what two and a half years now away from two home and, and living. Years. We're just thinking about yeah. living away in a hotel. Obviously, I'm presuming like presuming they're still staying in a hotel somewhere. Yeah. Like yeah. that would be doing my fucking head in, man. I don't know how long I could do that. Two and, and, and imagine years. Lodge just being like um, playing for the Broncos and being happy, all this sort of shit. And then he's been there, yeah, I can deal with it for half a fucking year. And then he's like, man, I'm over this shit. Yeah. Like credit to the Warriors that they haven't just fucking lost every single game. Brownies held them together. Lagasse was there for a little bit. Like the leadership in that club needs, you know, they've done really well not to just like fall apart and get blown out every game. Mm. Because it's hard what they're doing. They need to go home. You look at... and It sucks playing in New Zealand. They've got that advantage. The funny thing is you look at a side and you look at their home and away record and you're like, oh, you know, the Cowboys don't travel well or whatever. They've literally played away non-stop for two and a half years. Like, every single game's an away game. It's a phenomenal effort for them the to even get going. The money that the Warriors have lost, yeah. no, they need to be... Obviously, they're getting compensated somewhere, but give them something. Give them something. I think, you know, you, you do worry about where the Warriors go from here, though. I, I guess once they go back, they can reset. They've, they've had a couple Might of signings. Might as well just put them in Perth. Yeah. Perth Warriors sound all right. The New Zealand Perth Warriors. And then Warriors. make another team in, like, New Zealand. Because it's going so well for the Kiwi sides. That's why I'm not in administration in the NRL. It's funny though because unions unions not on the slide over there, but there's certainly there there's has a been space there. there's there's certainly been a, a downgrade in terms of I guess the New Zealand sides aren't performing as well as what they have done, and um, the interest levels I think in 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 union of they've one played a bit. One team's enough in New Zealand. So if you want to be NRL, it's got to go to Perth. Yeah, or fucking just leave it. Yeah, seventeen teams. Bye. Seventeen teams. All right, well, let's talk about, we we have to talk about it, is the State of Origin sides will get picked after this weekend. Um, the games are sort of, a, you know, 10 days away mm. or two weeks away or whatever. So both sides, there's a number of locks in both sides, obviously with, with the injuries to Trebojevic on the weekend, and I hope he's okay because oh. he's just constantly injured, that poor kid. But, um, but Latrell Mitchell as well, so... You're going to have to put new centres in, and they were probably their two best players Easily last year. Easily the best. If you look at it, I mean, we'll go through that you know, in more detail, I guess, next week or whatever, but in terms of the sides that they pick. But you'd have to say Queensland are more settled. Seems like it. I thought they were going to dominate for 10 years. Looks like they've caught up already. Um, when you go through Queensland's side, it's star-studded. And I'd simply just, you know, I think New South Wales will still win because I think our spine's better. And we've been playing together for for a fair while now, about four or five years. Like, but losing Latrell and Tommy Turbo is unbelievable. They were re, they were head and shoulders above everybody else last year. It was it was what uh, bees dick between one of them getting the the Brad Fittler Medal or yeah. Player of the Series or whatever. It was one and two. Yeah, it, it, they were that they were that close. Um, yeah, man. Like, you see some of the individual efforts that they did last year with Turbo and, and Latrell. You know who's absolutely cheering that Latrell's not playing? Dane Gagai. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was, he was, that was a personal battle last year. It was a great battle, but Latrell was just so, he was unbeatable last year. He was up for it. He was up for it big time, you know, like, and they're great mates. They had to go back to club together. Turbo was outstanding on that right edge. Now we're going to have to probably go with Crichton at right centre and and Staggs at left. Mm. Or maybe, or maybe, or maybe Crichton at left centre because they want that combination with Luai. Yeah. That's the only way. Or maybe Liam Martin can play left edge. I'm not sure. You're going to have to go for combinations. So, um, but even on that left edge, I think you can have any back row because Kickout's not there. Yeah. And I think Tarek worked really well last year. Yeah. But I'm thinking that left centre, because cause, cause, cause T- Katoni plays on the right as well. So I'll put, I'll put Crichton at left centre. I think... He's um, a big body. Big body. What, one thing I think is that if, if assuming Queensland do pick Xavier Coates and, and, Young and Cobbo... Cobbo they're pretty big human beings and Great small. And so you've got to assume – I think Daniel Tupo's got to come into consideration on the wing just to try and – because he's been playing well for the rest of – you know with Tupo he's going to do a job. Tupo is a great you player. You know, he's, he's just, been there before. He's done a job at Origin. It's so. unfortunate that, you know, Toto and Fox, they, they, they will be definite starters. Yeah. Let's not even question that. But if it's an aerial attack and we're getting jumped over – It'll, it'll change game two. You know what, Will? You say, you're saying New South Wales spine's better. If you look at the Queensland spine, I know, I know. Shut up. DCE, Munster, and Ponga. But we got Cook, Cleary, Luai, and, and Tedesco. Teddy. Yeah. That is a good... And everyone, a good. Someone was trying to question fucking Cook's credibility to play. Does he deserve to play? I think on 360. You see? He's been one of the fucking best players that we have had. Just because Souths aren't going good, let's get out of that 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 narrative about club football into origin football. He's still like, South's best away. player every week. He's playing unreal. Oh, the, someone questioned. He's like, he's picking him, or do you pick him, or p- pick Appy Coruscant? I think it was Buzz. You pick Cook every you single pick day Cook of the week. Every day. Yeah, I'm not sure who it was, but um, I reckon I reckon where New South Wales are probably struggling a bit is back row because you've got you've got blokes that have been there and done it before, like Sims and Angus Crichton, and and I guess um, Liam Martin to some extent. And but at least Sims and Crichton haven't been on top form. You know, this no. year, Crichton, Crichton's been outstanding at origin level. And this is where um, they need to go. They need to pick and stick. Yeah. Like, just say with Nate Miles. Nate Miles would go back to club football, not be the best player, come in origin and just kill everyone. Yeah. Like, surely we've got to, we've got to be, start believing that origin is another level and players can just step up to origin. Yeah. Tarek Sims is an origin player. Yeah, for sure. I'm not sure what the fuck you're looking at, mm. but he's been dominating the game like every, every origin that he plays. Like Cam Murray, I'm not even questioning him getting no, in the team. Liam Martin, I'm not questioning that guy. Paulo, pa- Payne Haas, not questioning anything. Isaiah Yo, not questioning any of these guys because they're tried and tested. I think they're talking about Campbell Gillard. Yeah. You know, like he hasn't played origin for three years. So, like, he's either going to start or he's going to be on the bench. So, that's another big body. So, Reg has been out for a little bit. Now, he's, he's, he's earned his stripes back. But I'm not, I'm not sure what they're going to go with. Yeah. You know, like, if, if someone gets injured this week, you know, hopefully not. Well, like, Jake does he, does he Does he, you know, does he take Jake Trebojevic's spot? Yeah, that's right. Fuck no. No. Jake Trebojevic is the, one of the best origin players of all time already. And he still hits like a truck. Mate, you cannot look at that and just because Manly's going average and then like Jake's not a superstar player, he's an origin player. Yeah. Don't you dare overlook that kid. And I think this is media talking and that. They always talk about this shit. But Freddie and that know that. Yeah, for sure. They know how important a guy like Jake is to that, to that, that system. And even Crichton. Yeah. These blokes have been there for three years. Yeah. They've been part of something special. Yeah. 
So let's not overlook that. I don't give a shit about the club football, what the form they've been in. Like, even if Crichton seems to be playing himself out of the team, someone needs to be playing 10 out of 10 every game. Has I, Campbell Gillard been playing 10 out of 10 every game? He's been pretty much one of our best props, but we've won the last three. Do you know what? If I'm no, the, no, 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 three out of four. Three out of four. Whatever. If, Who if, cares? We won a lot of them. We won a lot of them. If I'm if I'm the Roosters, I actually want Crichton to get picked because even though you miss him from the club for mm. those times, it probably plays the him back into the confidence that people being get from the origin player. You know, so I he's think he's been a bit off at the start. I think because there's all this they started him and then he's off well. contract. I yeah. mean, not off. He was starting and then on the bench. Well, he's not a bench player. He's a starter, Just and he's off contract. And that's the thing. The Roosters, I think. Look, the Roosters are probably trying to hardball. They they've paid a lot of money to get him from Souths, and I don't think Crichton They're wants to, to play Munster. for anyone else. They're trying to get Munster. I heard and Payne Brave Haas told me. and Cobbo. Brave told me just before I got on. <laughs> they offered him ten million dollars a game. A, se- Lira. a second, Lira, but pesos. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll go back. I think I think that the the sides are pretty picked, to be honest. So there's not much point going. Do you pick in. Young Cobbo, nineteen year old? Um, well, I mean, the other my thing with that is who's going better than him. Like if. If you look at the Queensland wingers, maybe got Coates, injured. Maybe Coates is going better than him. Well, that's Coates. And, but who are the other wingers in Queensland? That Tuolungi is going all right. Tuolungi, yeah. They've got to... Even Nan, They haven't even really looked at that young back row from Cowboys, Nanai. He's a freak. He's got 10 tries already. Yeah, I know. Like, even though a lot of them... A few of them being off kicks. and yeah, But he's so dangerous near the line. Like He, he will definitely be in their squad. Yeah, he'll be in their squad if if um, Capewell or someone gets injured, they can drop out, put him on the bench because he's tough. He's only nineteen. He doesn't, you know, like he's he's been playing in a great side. He's been playing some good football. Ruben Cotter, I think he'll get the nod. He just looks like he's got fucking origin written all over I his love forehead. Him. I love you know him. what I mean? He's like Dallas Johnson, fucking clone. Yeah. Um, Flegler, I think Flegler, Jersey Flegler, <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Thomas Flegler will play uh, off the bench. I think because he's just such a big fucking Ivan Drago looking dude. Yeah. Must be Swedish or something, man. He should be playing for the Cowboys. They like look this. the same. I think he speaks <laughs> like this when he does his interviews. <laughs> I'm Thomas yeah. Flagler. Um, yeah, I think uh, you got Flaglers, he Cotters, Carrigan. Uh, Carrigan. Fuck, he's been one of the best forwards in the game. Yeah. Um, you know, Jai Arrow. I'm not sure. You know, like the, the pack that you just said, like Papali, he's playing out. He's played two. Uh, congratulations to Big Papa. 250 games. He's only 30. He's going to get 350. So many games. Fuck. And he's and playing outstanding too. Doesn't such, miss such, games. Such a great leader within our game, in, especially in the Pacific Islander game, you know, like in that realm. So I think they're. Um, Proud yeah. Samoan. It is, it is, man. And you know what they should do around Origin all the time is make a fucking Pacific, a Pacific friggin' thing that we've been talking about. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the, the Tri Nations, the Pacific Tri Nations. If it's not, we haven't even played. Tonga hasn't played since the last test they played and beat Australia. Yeah. Like, come on, like, NRL, you got to, like, world rugby, how good would it be to see this Tongan and Samoan team in Fiji play in a, in a three, Tri-Nations right when Origin's on? Yeah. Like, we've got to reward these kids, man. Yeah, 100%. All right, well, one of the coaches who's avoided getting on the sacker meter is Craig Bellamy, and I, I don't understand. He's lost two games, really. He's got to be fired, hasn't he? 100%. Firing. Did you see the blow-up on the... They had a, you know how they show little glimpses? It was for 10 seconds. It wasn't blown up like, yeah, fuck, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It was like, 10, I said, that is a massive blow up. Mm. 
He's got. He's losing it, he's mate. Got him in him. He's got it in him. He's got it in him. Oh yeah, I, I suppose no, no, he would never be on that. But yeah, he's probably disappointed just in the way that they are losing. Melbourne don't lose like that. People talk about Pappenhausen and how important Pappenhausen is. I'll tell you what, Jerome Hughes, mm. he got he, they got a bargain with him because yeah. he is. I don't think the next deal that they've got. He just got vital. Them. Yeah, vital to that Big time. time. I mean, you can feel it. I mean, you can't do what Pap does. He's he's a he's an outstanding young kid. Jerome Hughes has been the second best seven in the world for the last two or three years. Yeah, let's for not sure. get that twisted. Nathan Cleary, DCE, Jerome Hughes have been you know one, two, and three for the whole you know for the last two through two or three years. So don't underestimate that kid. He's kicking game, he's defensive game, he's organisation skills. He's a great player. So you do miss Pappenhausen's X factor because he can just turn like something into nothing into something. So I don't know. Belly will never be on that. If they ever put him on that, you've got to. Burn down 360. <laughs> I think it's fine. Is, isn't oh, that the, the meter, the sack of meter? Des, Des, Des could end up on there in the end of the year. I think the Seagulls are going to go down a bit now. Oh, poor Turbo, mate. Yeah. Like, I feel so sorry for him. The amount of work that he does to his body and then it just, you know, he's just competing for the ball again. You know, his body just let him down. It so. didn't look that bad either. Like when it, when it happened... Just, I just it was it was like he it was the one that went on the ground yeah. too. It wasn't even the no. one that was. I thought maybe he'd sort of fallen on his arm, yeah. and, but it a wasn't. Fair run of injuries. Hopefully he can get back. He's only he's still young. How old's Turbo? Like twenty four? I think so. He's got a massive career. So hopefully he can just get through these you know bumps and bruises. I said you know like I think Benji's had like four shoulder reconstructions. End up playing over three hundred games. So. You know, a lot of players do suffer from injuries early in their career and they sort of stable out a little bit. So hopefully he just doesn't lose that that metre of pace and everyone's trying to say, he should play centre. And I'm like, fuck that. I want him to play fullback. He's, yeah. got, he's too good to play anywhere else. He could play anywhere in, in the back line. I think if you're built like a giraffe and you're playing a contact sport, it's going to get yeah. challenging for the old joints. That's <laughs> not the easiest thing in it's the just, world. It's just a shame because he's such a... Good young kid, marketable, so good for the game. Everyone just loves Turbo. All the kids love him. Like, he's everyone's sort of second or first favourite player. Yeah. You know, at, at the moment, it's like Luttrell, it's Turbo, it's like Cleary, all these guys. He's so marketable and he's just such a good kid. You don't wish that upon anyone, let alone just a real, really good, genuine kid like that. So, and rest, we sh- rest up, big man. I always thought, you know, when you go through injuries and stuff, it's just your body just saying, just... Give break. me a rest mentally, physically, because he's like under pressure every single week to perform. Yeah. You know, so just just take it as a – always keep in contact with him, always give him those advice. That advice, you know, is more to life than football. You'll take care of your body. Your best ability is availability. Do you think of that yourself? Yep. Quote, unquote. Quite. <laughs> William Marshall William Mason. Marshall Mason. Uh, we should. It's remiss of us not to mention actually that it's Indigenous Round this week, which is great. Yeah, it's, it's a great. Awesome. In, it's a great in, in, initiative by the NRL. The, the rugby union does it as well, and I think every week, I think every 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 code every, should do it. Every code does it. Yeah. Every team does it, which is great. Now, just recognising our elders, our Indigenous people, what they've done for the country, how long they've been there. Like I've got so many great Indigenous friends, man. They're so proud of what's happening in the NRL and how much they're moving forward. But there's obviously still a lot of work to do. Yeah. This is just the start of it. And this is what, this is the minimum what we can do. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you one other thing that I have noticed is the Anzac round jerseys are the worst jerseys ever. You can't make make a bad one. They're using Willie Willie Tonga's totem. Oh, are they? For this week. Oh, that's good. That's so, like he's, he's very, very proud. Yeah. He's a uh, Wiradjuri man, I think. Um, So it's a, it's a owl. 
Yeah, great. So they're flying him down this week. He'll be there on Sunday. On but he's real, He's really proud of that. Um, and that's good from the Bulldogs. They used Rocket Silvers last Rocket, Rocket Rod Silvers last year. Now they're using Willie Tongas. So it's such a proud moment for these Indigenous brothers, man. Like Willie's one of my best mates. Um, so yeah, it's it's good. It's good what they're doing. It's great. But this is just the minimum what we can do. Yeah. And it's so great. Like seeing, I saw Teddy's boots. You know, you don't have to be Indigenous to to. To celebrate it, like no. someone's wanted wanted to paint his boots, and like they look sick on his Instagram. Like so, he's he's wearing his boots this week, and then he'll auction them off and give it to whatever charity he's doing. Yeah. But every all the players are doing it now. It's not mm. when it first started; it was just like the Indigenous brothers were getting it done. But now there's so much skill out there with the, with the, these guys and what they can do to, to boots and anything. You know what I mean? I don't think it was possible ten or twelve years ago. Now they're just doing all the all the boots and the headgears and and anything that they can wear and then auction off. So. Every player is doing their thing, so it's it's really good, and that's every that's every code and every player. It's amazing. I tell you what, just off topic, but dot painting, you know, from the skill and the beauty of what, like, it's unmatched. Of, of like, mm. you look at so much of the indigenous art from around the world, yeah. from First Nations people everywhere, and that 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 is just every time I look at it, I just think that's just phenomenal. It is. Um, so the Panthers are playing the Cowboys. It's a fairly disrespectful. Four dollars for the Cowboys. The Cowboys have been good. Like I know Penrith are a strong side, well, and four the, bucks. the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys are without um, Tamalolo. Tamalolo, but still, so, I, I just yeah, I, I can't man, see. Comes in. Sorry, Hammer, yeah. Hammer, like, it's not much of a loss. I, I can't. I can't see. I think the line's something like fourteen and a half. I, I think the Cowboys are being disrespected. Disrespected there a little bit. Well, I, 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 did you pick the Cowboys last week? Honestly, or was it just me? I don't know. I can't remember. I we, I know we always text each other about it. Because um, I think your, yours might have been a late change. I think I, I had a late I, change. I Do you know what? Now that now that Henry's doing the totals, I don't trust him. I think he's just cheating because he knows I don't look. Cheat. He's a cheat. Filthy, dirty cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I think Get personal. I, I think I chose. I know I chose the Panthers this week. After just saying the Cowboys are good value, but I'm just saying it'll be a better game than that. I think. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Cowboys are good. What about like just say players like Reynolds and um, who's the kid that went? Who's the Cowboys half? Deedon. No, the other one. Townsend. Like, Townsend. Yeah. How much they've helped the aging halfback? Yeah. So if you're 31, 32, and you're just off contract now, and you're a fucking great half. Just say, just say Munster in two years. Just say yeah. he's in Melbourne. He'd be 31 when he comes off contract. That next deal is going to be just as big as the deal he signs now. Yeah. You know, or, or even even bigger, you know, like because Reynolds went up there and he just proved that you can't, because we're not developing these young halves and they're not coming through as much as good as they used to. Like even like a game manager like a Townsend and Reynolds, like look at the difference that they've made. So if you're a, an aging half, I wouldn't be worried. Look, they're signing DCE for another two years. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's hard to get a good half these days. I'll tell you, just uh, there's uh, – uh, there's a kid that has signed with the Dolphins for next year that Wayne Bennett's picked up. His name's Isaiah Katoa, um, and he played for Penrith, but he's been playing for one of the schools in Sydney. And I saw some footage of him. Is he young? He's he's only at school eighteen or something, mate. He is a freak. Like he's he's gonna have a highlight reel, like they see with Ponga and Kurtley Beal and back in the days. He's mate. He is. Yeah, a but phenomenal I see that the difference is when you get that kid and then you throw him into the deep end, and then we don't have patience with sevens. We just expect them to do whatever they did at schoolboy land to do it exactly in the pros. 
Give it time. Oh, got to give Development time. officers yeah. and like coaches, we just got to throw. We got to take our time with the sevens because it's hard to develop a young kid. Because we throw these kids so much money when they're 17, 18, they get to a real, really good team or whatever. And then we're like, yep, he's good enough. He's good enough. He's on that much. No, mate, he needs. They don't come good till their late twenties. You look at Sam Walker, and he's like, and now I think yeah. everyone's like, oh well, you can stick an eighteen-year-old in there. It's a lot harder than you yeah. think. Like Sam Walker's, he's a good player, but he, he's going to be, he's. He's in a good team and a good system. You throw a young rookie kid in a shit system, you'll destroy that kid's career if it's not Handled cult- cultivated the right way and you don't have the right people around you. The Broncos and the Titans. It's funny, you know, last year you would have looked at this and you go, well, the Titans win by plenty, but the Broncos, they've been a real surprise packet this year, haven't they? Probably not to them, probably to everyone else. Yeah. I reckon they've been slyly building for the last two or three years and knowing that if they can get like a seven, a decent seven, they'll be all right because mm. they do have the outside backs and and the middles to match anyone. That Ezra man was good too on the way, that kid. Yeah, he was good. good. He's good. Uh, that a young, 80, 19-year-old. Broncos, Titans coach, Holbrook, he's on the coaching meter. He's he got, will be. If, that, be if they the, blow this out, if the Bronx give it to the Titans, which I think they will, he will be. He'd be bright red on the coach meter. <laughs> uh, then you have got Warriors and Knights. the Warriors and Knights. This is the coach meter cup. This one. Mm. You've got is Adam O'Brien on it? Yeah, he's on the coach meter. Um, well, the Knights aren't exactly killing it. Oh, look, I think I the Knights. I think I've tipped the Knights here. Have I tipped the Knights? Yeah, we I all did. have. Oh, Henry didn't. Although it doesn't matter because he'll just cheat. Mm. Um. Yeah, that'll be an average game. No, it's all right. They, they, were, they were in it last week till that one play. It sort of broke their hearts. They've get, they're getting some players back too. It'd be interesting to see how Milford goes. Like he's, I was happy for Milford. It's, Shout out to Milford. Yeah. Like he come back and he's... What, he had no pre-season. It was, all un, it was very interrupted. Like, South fucked him over. Um, so, it's good to see him back in the NRL and happy. You know, like he's got a... He's got a He's got a, I don't know, like he's just, it's a fresh start. Hopefully he's out of Brisbane. He's out of all that, you know, that fucking just one team, one town. He's in another one, Newcastle. <laughs> well, they judge it just as hard. So I think he's in the right system there. And um, hopefully he can like get him some wins. Like, because they need more than Ponga to create. Yeah. You know, well, like and he, I, it, the pressure that will come away from he's earning a million dollars a year. Like, and then all of a sudden he can be the value buy of the year. Mm. It's all, it all comes down to money. I just want him to be happy just and just, just play to his potential. Play footy. Because I just don't think he's reached his potential he's still yet. too. Yeah, he's got a shitload of football in him. Uh, Rabbitohs, Tigers. This is, um, mm. I think the Rabbit. look, Murray's going to make a huge difference to South. Souths have been pretty average. Fuck, I no picked question. the Tigers, though. Did you? <laughs> I don't know. I thought they were all right last week in patches. They were. And Hastings, Souths were terrible. Hastings, yeah. Yes, I've got another one up on you. <laughs> uh, the Sharks and the Roosters. The Sharks were a funny one last week. They just, I don't know what it is about the Sharks, but like they ground out that win, terrific, good, good for them. But there's it's been the Titans, right? Yeah, there's been there's been games where they've looked like winning the comp, and then there's mm. games they don't look like they even should make the eight. I think they miss uh, Fanukan out there. <laughs> um, that was a noisy cough. Yeah, it was. I tried to get away uh, from the mic. I don't know. Like, I thought they did well because the Titans, as I said, the Titans on paper, and if the Titans turn up in the right frame of mind, they're going to match anyone. And the weather up there was atrocious. It was pissing down. It was awful. And they just sort of had to settle into completing sets, getting their defense really good. They started kicking early and going down there and just bashing them. That's what got them in there. That's, that's Craig Fitzgibbon football. 
That was Fitzy 101. Early kick, get down there, back rolls, middles, and just beat the shit out of them. Win that field position and then break their, you know, pretty much break their will. And that's what they did. Yeah. It just took them a little while to, to get into the game. They had a few mistakes, real shitty, some real shitty kicks. Ends, ends of sets were really bad for the first, like, 25, 30 minutes. And then they started getting it in the back end of the first half and then continued in the second half. Nico Hines has got a sponsorship with Soul Glow too, definitely, because it was building with I reckon rain. it's thinning out. <laughs> it's not a real thick bunch of hair, is it? I saw... Like, it's not like a team, like Tino's looks thick. That, that's proper hair. It's a proper hair. He, he ran on before the game. It wasn't raining and the hair was wet. And then it pelted with rain and it looked exactly the same. It like, goes like that. Yeah, it gives it a... Uh, the Bulldogs, back to Belmore, William. Mm. You'll be out there, I assume. I'll be there, yep. Uh, against the Dragons. Yeah, I just think it's one thing I really get pissed off at because I never played at Belmore as a first grader. Played only in Jersey Flag, and I envy every single Bulldogs player. Did you never play there? No, we're all always at Homebush. Oh, of course, that whole fucking that whole era from the early two thousands to the like to two thousand what when they would go back two thousand twelve or thirteen or something like that. Worst so we ever. missed. So we missed it. Like we would have been fucking unbeatable there. Yeah, and we all would have fucking give a finger to play at that cl- at the, at that ground. So yeah. hopefully, the Bulldogs boys understand that players like myself. You know, you'd give a fucking leg to play at Belmore in front of your people like that. When it's so close. It's so close and it's like you've got all your passionate supporters. We're averaging like 34,000 at Homebush. Imagine that at at Belmore. Oh, no. And it's so one-sided. We would have no one else support you. have no one else, like Parramatta supporters or anything like that. They'd have have five metres of the hill. Everything else would just be blue and white. So that kind of stuff sort of pisses me off when I watch um, some Bulldogs teams play. In the last couple of years, when they do get to play at Belmore, which is such a sacred thing if you're a Bulldog man, and they put in shit effort. So I expect a fucking big one. Can you imagine Rocket? Actually, the Dragons will be all right, but can you imagine the Roosters rocking up in Roosters jerseys to There'll Belmore? be one supporter. No, thank you. you. <laughs> but I wouldn't be wearing a Roosters jersey. Uh, the Raiders can you against... Imagine those, can you imagine those battles in 2000, 2002, three and 4 against the Roosters oh, at Belmore? Yeah. Fuck. It was 2003 when we had to stop the game. There was flares going off. There was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old times. They were the good days. I think you can still so get they, flares they, in. Those fans are just waiting for the Bulldogs to start winning so they can fucking rock back there and start flaring up. <laughs> that old mate ran on the field with a flare. Yeah. Flares are still going. Oh, yeah. Canberra. Canberra, uh, they've had a couple of good wins. They're going okay. The Eels. I think the Eels have more to play for. And I'm, I'm really picking on... Uh, the players that have to prove themselves to get into Origin, they need that one more game. That's what I'm thinking with the Eels. I think Campbell Gillard will be thinking, fuck, I'm on the, I, I could get back into this side. So I'm thinking he's just going to try and terrorise Papali, Papali'i, and make it personal. And so all the selectors can go, fuck, he handled Papali'i. That's, that would be my mindset if I'm, if I'm Reg now going, I need to prove myself because I've been out of the team for three years. Now I can, I've got to take big Papa's head off. Good luck, kid. Willie's Big Boys. Good to hear Zig's voice, hey? Um, Happy wedding anniversary to the yeah, big man, Zig, too. Yeah, good on you, Zig. So if everyone, everyone doesn't notice that Zig's not here. We've just got Henry running the show, which is going great. But, yeah, is Zig's it, up though? Byron Bay. Just, Probably won't even. This, is he this show has he got, like, fucking IG dump just of kangaroos? <laughs> I've seen so many fucking kangaroos on Ziggy's. It's like he's never seen. He's been here for, like, 25 years. Come on, Zig. Stop, back back to, to stop acting like that. It's going back to Texas. Anyway, the big boys are on fire again on the weekend. Um... Anyway, let's just go straight through this because uh, Josh Papali, 
as I said, like Big Campbell Gillard is coming first in the, on the leaderboard, but Big Papa's coming up there now. He got three points because he was just outstanding against South. Two points, Payne Haas. Talk about this. Build the suspense. No, no one. suspense. None. Payne Haas, two, because he's just outstanding. Newcastle have a fair pack. It's not like he just ran metres all over him. You know, that guy's like clamouring both Saifidi brothers. You know, like Frizzell was back. So, that, yeah, he makes a good metres, 180 metres. Um, 34 tackles, no misses. It's ridiculous. And Fisher-Harris. That was a great battle, man. Regardless of the score with, uh, with the Roosters... That was a battle. You know, you still got some hard heads like Takayaho and, and, and Hargraves and all, all that. You know, so they're still st- sitting there trying to hit this young kid. So I don't think – how old is Fisher-Harris? 26? Yeah, he's still 27. young. 27, so he's still young. You got old bull like Hargraves just going at him all day, mm. you know. So he still made those metres and so he gets one vote. So my leadership board is – so on eight points, Junior Paulo Payne-Haas, Talakai and Campbell Gillard, two – Coming second is Talmalolo and Big Papa on six points. And third is Fisher-Harris and Fenua Blake on four points. Hmm. Well done. Yeah. All right. So this has been – I mean, we, it's did been – Did we lose again? We lost. We lost again. I think um, – Knights let me down. Yeah. Well, I'm, I've actually taken the Knights 1 to 12. I think – I've gone for a bit of value here. So I've taken the um, the Storm to win both halves into the Panthers mm. 1 to 12. Can you do that? Yep. I can do whatever I want. Exotic I can gamble betting. on whatever. Don't do exotic bets. <laughs> and I oh, says you. And then the Knights 1 to 12. So the Panthers and the Knights, I think, will win in tight ones. Mm. Um, and the Storm will win both halves. So that's right. paying $17.60. It's uh, a good bet. God, I hope that gets up. Anyway, Thanks. my. Piss week bet. Come on, Bill. Come on, Bobby. Better than this. Uh, anytime try scorer, Xavier Coates. Uh, Panthers to win. Corey Oates. Anytime, anytime try, try scorer. Yep. Warriors versus Knights to be over 40 and a half. And Alex Johnson, anytime try scorer. I thought this, this would be paying a lot more. It's only paying nine bucks. So I'll get back 478. You know what? For the, all those people that pun out there, you know what I've decided? Anytime try scorer. It's a low market. It's fucking exciting, but, but when it, they it, score, <laughs> I get that feeling. I get that feeling. I don't take it anywhere, but I just go, fucking pass a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the nice stuff because I, was, I wasn't really watching that much footy on the weekend. I miss, I was like, because I, I look at the bets. Obviously, I'm not a, I don't gamble. Clearly. Like, you know, clearly. If and you so, do that, and, you gamble and, responsibly. And, yeah, and if I do, everyone knows about my win. But, um, you love an early I, did, crow. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought because I looked at my bet last week and I'm like, I've, I've won this because the other two got up. And then I looked at uh, the Newcastle game. I'm like, oh, yeah, you start. blew out. I think first we took, game. Did we try? Yes, I first was at first game, yeah. but I was excited all weekend. <laughs> I'm I glad the, you're excited. Because I, I got the other ones up. I was like, Fuck, two out of three ain't bad. It's all right. Uh, so the producer has gone Warriors, Rabbitohs, and Raiders, which is paying $7. So that'll be all right. And then tipping-wise, we've got... Um, oh, you know I'd be in the lead if I wasn't so staunch with the dogs. You would, actually. Yeah, you definitely would. I would. Um, Only just. But I've, we've both gone Storm, Panthers, Broncos, Knights. I've gone the Rabbits, you've gone the Tigers. We've gone Sharks, you've gone the Dogs. And we've gone the yeah. Eels. All right. And William, the Twitter... Let's just have a quick look. There was a couple of Twitter questions coming through quickly. Toddy, do you think he's good, Toddy? You yeah, Toddy G. Us. He's the one. Yeah, he yeah, said he's a good man. He's the one who says I don't know anything about rugby league. He'll <laughs> love him though. 
do you fellas think the top eight, bottom eight changes much between now and the end of the year? For I think only South drop out and replaced by the Dragons. Uh, I think it'll be, it's like, if you have a look from 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, it's pretty much what, on 10 points? Yeah. Like, so a lot can change. Like, this is why it's so important to jag all these early games so you can get a good start. Like, like the Penrith, like even Melbourne, um, like the Cowboys, you know, so it'll change a lot. So anyone can catch a little bit of fire, even just saying five games. If like that's how you break the, that, a lot of teams break the game down in increments, like every six weeks or every, you know what I mean. So that you're not just looking at the whole from round one to twenty six. You break it down within a month or whatever it is, whatever the coach sort of sort of says. Um, obviously. We take it week by week, game by game. <laughs> full credit to the boys. But full credit to the boys, all that sort of shit that you hear from players. But you do look at the whole season in different increments. So a lot of players, a lot of teams will be looking for different runs at different times, knowing around origin they should be winning like four out of five and all that sort of shit. So um, it'll change. It'll definitely change. Like, and you don't know who can catch some fire. Like any team has proved that they can beat pretty much anyone apart from Panthers. No one's fucking with the Panthers. Even during Origin, I think their culture's too strong to be even um, to be messed with. I think South will be South will hold their own, but they'll they'll struggle. They'll, they've really come back to the pack without no Latrell, and even with um, Cam Murray gone. But any other team like the Dragons and all that kind of stuff, and Canberra, and they've all proved that they can beat each other. Yep. All right. Well, old enough to know better. What about an anti-taunting rule like the NFL? Now, the Biff has gone. I'd like to see a penalty given at the next kickoff when an attacking team carries on like pork chops after a try. I think this happens in NFL as well. Oh, I fucking love that. I love it because I hate that shit that people carry on with, especially young kids coming in and that. And like, especially was it the Zach Lomax who jumped on Frizzell, you know, this over the top celebrating. I get it, but the taunting and all that sort of shit, like just like the NBA and just like the NFL, you can't do it. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if it's. I mean, what, Penrith, do, you, what do you think? Penrith would have literally four hundred penalties a game. I get it. Next. I get it with the when you score a try. But he's talking about taunting and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and like yeah. talking shit and the, and the fights and all that kind of stuff and the near, the near fights, the pushing and that. Oh, that's a good point. It's good. They, no, should, I bring, like they that. should bring that in. There should be some sort of etiquette to play the game. You know, we are the NRL is the cream of the crop, so act accordingly. No, oh, well said. Uh, well, hit us up on Twitter. We'll be doing games again this week. We love the Twitter. I'm, um, and also we we get on the Instagram a lot. <laughs> so We're on the gram, hit me up on the Instagram. I uh, I love. I actually quite like talking to you people. So uh, you people, you people, you people out there, the people, <laughs> the good people. Rate and review. I don't think we've had a rate or review for a while. So no. do that. I don't know what it is, but do it. And masonstake.com.au probably as yeah. well. I think so. Get on there. Twitter game. We'll just we'll be just everywhere. Bye. Bye-bye. I'll be following Willie more and more. Back in the NRL. Is Willie Mason. I've forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Plus. Oh, you got skills, son. Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you. You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network. 